Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Dubalcito, and the Celtics come up with a major win today. Uh, not only is this our first broadcast of the season from the live stream, but the Celtics come out and destroy the 76ers. 126-117. This is as impressive as it gets. Uh, going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, and to get things started here, uh, I made this a rule a long time ago, but when both of the Jays combine for a 30 and 30 game, they get player of the game. Uh, so this is what we're doing. The Celtics came out a super impressive win and a lot of you got to give a lot of credit to both of the Jays in this one. Uh, so while I am going to give both of them player of the game, which is sort of a cop out, totally, totally understand that. Uh, we've got Jason Tatum that I think really kind of led the charge today. Uh, 35 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, uh, pretty efficient from the field, 13 of 20. Struggled from three a little bit, only two of seven from that end. Uh, but what we saw today from Jason Tatum is him take that next leap. Uh, we talked about it during the preseason. Aggressive Jason Tatum is the best Jason Tatum. And I think tonight, one of the things that we really were able to watch him do was attack, attack, attack all night long. And it did not stop. And it was super impressive. Uh, there were a lot of times today where Jason Tatum took the ball to the rack, whether Embiid was there or not. And we've seen it in years past, especially against this Philly team, where Jason Tatum really shies away, tends to go with a lot more step backs. And while he still did take some of those, he ended the night with seven threes. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, he looked pretty damn impressive. Uh, he was really attacking PJ Tucker, uh, just overall really, really solid game for him. And JB was right there with him. We talked about Jason Tatum with his 35 points, Jalen Brown, 35 points, and definitely not the same start to the game. I think Jason Tatum came out strong, fast, uh, and Jalen Brown really didn't at the end of the first quarter. Uh, Jalen Brown had four points and a rebound, a couple turnovers, a couple bad turnovers, just didn't look good, right? Jalen Brown flipped a switch. So after his four points on two of eight from the field, he had 18 points at halftime, 18 points at halftime. So he went out and just lit it up. And I believe he was like, that was on five of six from the field in that second quarter alone. So this is just a, a super, super impressive game from both of the Jays. Uh, and you just absolutely love to see it from the two of them. Uh, so really impressive there. The other guy, though, I want to talk about, you know, the new addition of Malcolm Brogdon. But we also need to talk about Marcus Smart. There was a little bit of hesitation on my on my end thinking that there might be just a, a little bit of, I don't know, fighting between the two of them. 
And I was so wrong because right now they have proven that they can 100% coexist, but not only can they coexist, they can thrive together. Uh, We saw tonight the beginning of the fourth quarter uh, where Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, Sam Hauser, even Grant Williams uh, went in there without either of the Jays. And the Celtics were able to extend that lead in the fourth quarter. And that is something I never would have thought of prior to Malcolm Brogdon being here. So Malcolm Brogdon has really embraced that, you know, sixth man role. And he's come in and just showed out tonight. I thought this was a super impressive game from uh Malcolm Brogdon tonight ended the total game 16 points, two rebounds, four assists on seven of 11 from the field. Didn't hit any, didn't hit any threes, but you look at the way he played the game. He was attacking. He was getting downhill. He was getting guys in the air. He was just making all of the right reads. And we talk about, you know, last year, Derek White also being that guy that always just made the right call made the right decision, that was Malcolm Brogdon again tonight or Malcolm Brogdon tonight. So super impressive. Uh, love to see it from him. Absolutely love to see it from him. Uh, and then we've got Marcus Smart, the other half of that, right? There was a point in this game uh, in the early first quarter, I legitimately thought that Marcus Smart was going to get player of the game. He came out here and just made all of the right plays. In the first quarter, looked super impressive. He had uh, four points, three assists, a couple of dimes in that uh, in that first quarter. And this is what you need of this guy, right? Like this is Marcus Smart playing at the top of his game. And it's not a it's not a situation where he had the absolute best numbers. Uh, it's not like he blew up the stat sheet, but 14 points, three of eight from the field. You do exactly what you want from him, right? It's not a game where he's going out shooting 15 times a night. Uh, he's going out, he's making the right place. And that is literally all you can ask for him. The seven assists is the part that's super impressive, right? Leading the team uh, in assists tonight. That's what you need of Marcus Smart. So absolutely love to see that from him. The other guy that I didn't really touch on in that starting lineup is Derek White. All right, I already talked about him making the right plays, doing all of that. Uh, but this is a this is a game, Derek White, from a stat sheet perspective, didn't do anything, right? Defensively, he looked fantastic. And that's what you love to see. You absolutely love to see it from the guy. Um, and it's just, you know, it's one of those games. I talk about it all the time with Derek White. He is all, he's always there to make the right play. And he did it again tonight. You know, this was a, this is a game. Anytime you play Joel Embiid, you're a little nervous, right? You always have that sort of situation where it's like, oh my God, he can go out and do literally whatever he wants. And it, it happened again, right? Joel Embiid, for a lot of tonight's game, got to the free throw line at ease, drove me nuts, but it happened. Uh, but on top of Joel Embiid doing his thing, 
it means that Al Horford got himself in some foul trouble early. He got caught two fouls very early, uh, and they had to kind of pivot. Joe Mazzulla went with Noah Vonley to start, and you got to give Noah Vonley some credit here because he looked real good tonight. Noah Vonley looked sloppy at times, but there were a, there were a lot of brilliant moments today. You talk about Robert Williams going back to last year, and a lot of it is just energy, right? Rob makes all of the energy plays, similar to Marcus Smart, but Noah Vonley are making those tonight. And I'm 0% comparing Noah Vonley to Robert Williams because they're not the same player, definitely not the same caliber player. Uh, Stan Van Gundy kind of joked about it on the broadcast today. It's like Noah Vonley last year wasn't even in the league. But tonight, Noah Vonley showed up, played significant minutes, and made the best of them. Like really, I think, put it to Joel Embiid uh, and not really owned Joel Embiid. I'm not going to say that. I don't think that he's the, the best defender in the world. But he made it hard for him. And that's literally all you can ask for, right? This is, a, this is a game where Joel Embiid still ended the game with 26 points, 15 rebounds, which is Joel Embiid numbers. But he only took 18 shots, right? How many times have we seen Joel Embiid get to the line 47 times and score 47 points against us? I feel like it happens every single year. Uh, but to hold Joel Embiid to only nine free throws, I know that sounds silly, but the Celtics historically cannot do it. Uh, so I'm thoroughly impressed with what we were able to get from Vonley today. Uh, and then the other guy that really got some more minutes too was Blake Griffin. And I've talked about this during preseason. I wasn't a huge fan of the signing. Uh, I knew it was a very, you know, it was a very low impact signing. It wasn't something that's going to, you know, light the team up. It was a guy that was going to come in, maybe give you five to 10 minutes. And that's exactly what he did today. He ended the game only eight minutes, but I think those eight minutes were pretty impactful. Uh, ended the night three, uh, three points. No, 1.5 rebounds for Blake Griffin. Like he's going in, he's rebounding what you need him to do. So impressed with those numbers for him. Uh, the guy that you know I am super impressed with, and it kind of it puts a sour taste in my mouth a little bit, is Grant Williams. Because if you aren't aware, the deadline to sign him to his rookie extension was yesterday. Didn't happen. Right? So Grant Williams will become a restricted free agent this coming summer, so after the season. Uh, but tonight, Grant Williams was a beast. 15 points, a rebound, assist, five of five from the field, three of three from three, had a beautiful, actually two beautiful baseline drives with great finishes. So he has taken his game to a new level. We saw it in the preseason. We're seeing it now. And that is literally all you can ask for, right? We've seen, we've never seen Grant have the ability to put the ball on the floor and drive to the hoop. Never happens. 
We saw it all preseason. We've seen it this like so far this season, aka tonight, because it's the first and only game of the season so far. Uh, but Grant is doing these things. And it's just it's a beautiful sight to see. It really is. So just honestly, super impressed with the team. This was uh it was certainly not perfect. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that this was a, a perfect game for this team because it wasn't there. They had made a lot of mistakes early on. Uh, they didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three, uh, but we'll talk about that. Before we dive into some of the negatives, though, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Whether it's betting on the Celtics versus Warriors, that NBA Finals rematch, DraftKings is your place to go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so we are back. Appreciate a word from those sponsors there. Uh, But I want to talk some negatives, right? As good of a game as this was, getting a a 35 by 35 game from the Jays, it wasn't perfect. Uh, We talked about foul trouble early, uh, and that played a huge part in the Celtics kind of getting into a ditch, digging themselves into a ditch early. Uh, We found ourselves down five, uh, early on after, you know, honestly getting out to a nine, two start, it looked like the Celtics team was going to absolutely just go off and really start where they left last season off, obviously minus the finals loss, but the way they played the last four months of the season last year is how we started tonight. The pace was absolutely incredible. 
We were getting to the rim. We were hitting our shots. Everything looked good in those first couple minutes. And then we let Philly go on a 9-0 run, right? A lot of it came from, you know, two fouls on Horford earlier, two fouls on Vonley in his first two minutes, right? Philly was in the bonus with two fouls on Horford, two fouls on Vonley at the six-minute mark of the first quarter, right? Which put the Celtics in an extreme disadvantage, found ourselves down 29-24. We were shooting two of nine from three, and we committed eight fouls that led to 14 free throws in that first quarter, right? Like these are actual reasons that the Celtics shot themselves in the foot. Now we turn that around uh, and we did not turn the ball over a ton and we didn't really let them get to the free throw line as much. Now they still got to the line 28 times, but considering they got there 14 times in the first quarter to limit them to 14 at the remaining three is pretty impressive, right? So that right there is the difference in the game. We started off slow and then we continued to push from there. Um, The other big issue that the Celtics kind of ran into was the fact that, you know, we gave up a lot of rebounds early. This was Joel Embiid doing his thing. It drives me nuts. He's my least favorite player in the entire NBA to watch. However, he is damn good at his job. Uh, And as frustrating as it is, you know, it's one of those things when you're going up against him, it's going to be hard to rebound at certain circumstances. I will say this at the beginning of the game, we were being out rebounded. We were giving up a lot of offensive boards in the beginning. That wasn't the case throughout the rest of the game. The Celtics, after the first quarter, ended up out-rebounding them for the total game, 36-31. Out-rebounded them on the offensive end, 6-4. to So after a tough showing at the beginning, the Celtics flipped the script and made this an actual game. Um, And it's it's just impressive. You know, I didn't even talk about the turnovers in the first half of today's podcast, uh, but this is this is this is where the Celtics need to be, right? You've got eleven total turnovers for the team, eleven. That's it, right? Anytime you can stay under, you know, fourteen as a Celtics team, that's a pretty good game. We've seen the Celtics had some crazy numbers as far as turnovers. Uh, but they did really well tonight. They took advantage of it. They looked real solid throughout most of today's game. And I think a lot of that goes back to, you know, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, all three of those guys, real, all four of those guys technically uh, really stepped up as far as ball handling ability goes. We obviously saw, you know, I talked about Jalen Brown having a couple turnovers He ended up with four of the turnovers. Jason Tatum had three, but then you look, Marcus Smart, one. Derek White, one. Malcolm Brogdon, one. The rest of the team, nobody else even had one. It's literally just those guys. So this is solid. Could we use Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum having lower turnover games? Absolutely. 
right? But in the grand scheme of things, these are stats that you'll take. These are stats that you'll take. So really solid game overall from them. Outside of that, there's not much negatives to talk about. You know, it was rebounding early. It was fouls early. It was turnovers early. All of that changed. The Celtics had a real problem turning the ball over in that first quarter. And our next turnover didn't occur until like midway through the third. So no turnovers in the second and very few in the third quarter. Solid. This is what you're looking for. You're looking for progression, right? You want to talk about guys that took a leap from last year. We're seeing it all across the board. We saw it with Derek White a lot in preseason. Obviously, today I thought he played great. Stats don't really show what he did today, uh, but he stepped up in the starting lineup, played great defensively, right? Um, Jason Tatum, we've seen him take a huge leap in his physicality. Like tonight, the thing that impressed me the most with Jason Tatum was how aggressive he was getting to the room constantly. Jalen Brown, normally first quarter God, right? Doing whatever he wants. Wasn't the case today. Did it get him down? No. He picked himself up after a four point two of eight shooting first quarter and threw on 14 points and got back into the mix. This is growth. Right, Malcolm Brogdon obviously didn't have him last year. Huge addition. Grant Williams added a ton to his game, can now put the ball on the floor. Like these are the progressions that all Celtics fans are praying for at this point. So it's just, it's super impressive. It's all you can say. That's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Uh, the Celtics have a pretty good stretch of days off here. They don't have they don't play again till Friday night. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a squad. It's gonna be a battle. Celtics at heat heading down to Miami uh for a big game. Let's see if the Celtics can keep this going. Because right now we have the best record in the NBA. We're the only team that's played, and we've got the two high scoring players in the NBA, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Again, only team that's played outside of Philly. Uh but let's see if we can keep this rolling. Obviously, that's not going to stay the same way. Uh, but love the way the Celtics started. Hope you Celtics fans have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.